Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website can be found, scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives. That's where you go to support this mission of truth. Today, we're looking to start our week with some wisdom and some encouragement from the Psalms and from the book of Ecclesiastes. We're going to be reading Psalm 57 and 58 this morning, along with Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Psalm 57 is a psalm of David from when he was fleeing from Saul in a cave. It's 11 verses. And then Psalm 58 is also 11 verses, and that's the one we're going to spend a little more time diving into. And then Ecclesiastes chapter 3 is just a continuation of kind of the weariness of life. And it's the one that many of us are familiar with, talking about how there's a time for everything, right? There's a season for everything. There's a time to be born. There's a time to die. There's a time to plant. There's a time to harvest what has been planted. That kind of idea. One of the central themes this morning is actually going to be judgment. And I tell you, it's a theme that really should be on the hearts and minds of everyone right now. Because undoubtedly, God has to do some judgment, right? Because he is God and because he is righteous and because he is holy. There has to be some judgment. There has to be some justice for the levels of wickedness and evil that we're seeing perpetuated by a large section of culture, by those in the media, by those in governmental powers around the world, uh, just some of the, the, the wickedness and the injustice, and God has to do something. In order for God to be God, he is going to have to, in my mind, in my opinion, and according to how the scriptures speak of him, he can't tolerate it forever. That's just my thought. Let's look at our psalms. Let's start with Psalm 57, a psalm of David when he's fleeing from Saul in a cave. Let's have a look. Verse 1, King James Bible. Be merciful unto me, O God. Be merciful unto me, for my soul trusteth in thee. Yea, in the shadow of thy wings will I make my refuge until these calamities overpassed. I will cry unto God most high, unto God that performeth all things for me. He shall send from heaven and save me from the reproach of him that would swallow me up. Selah. God shall send forth his mercy and his truth. My soul is among lions, and I lie even among them that are set on fire, even the sons of men whose teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongue a sharp sword. Be thou exalted, all God, above the heavens, let thy glory be above all the earth. They have prepared a net for my steps, my soul is bowed down, they have digged a pit before me. Into the mist whereof they are fallen themselves. My heart is fixed, O God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. Awake up, my glory, awake, 
sultry and harp, I myself awake early. I will praise thee, O Lord, among the people. I will sing unto thee among the nations. For thy mercy is great unto the heavens, and thy truth unto the clouds. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens, and let thy glory be above all the earth. So that is Psalm 57. Now let's move on to Psalm 58. And uh, open up your hearts and hear what the Word of God might say to you this morning. Do you indeed speak righteousness, O congregation? Do you judge uprightly, O you sons of men? Yea, in heart you work wickedness. You weigh the violence of your hands in the earth. The wicked are estranged from the womb. They go astray as soon as they be born, speaking lies. Their poison is like the poison of a serpent. They are like the deaf adder that stoppeth her ear, which will not hearken to the voice of charmers charming never so wisely. Break their teeth, O God, in their mouth. Break out the great teeth of the young lions, O Lord. Let them melt away as waters which run continually. When he bendeth his bow and shoot his arrows, let them be as cut in pieces. As a snail which melteth, let every one of them pass away like the untimely birth of a woman, that they may not see the sun before your pots can feel the thorns, he shall take them away, as with a whirlwind, both living and in his wrath. The righteous shall rejoice when he seeth the vengeance, he shall wash his feet in the blood of the wicked. So that a man shall say, Verily, there is a reward for righteousness. Verily, he is a God that judges the earth. That's Psalm 58, and it's only 11 verses, but it's 11 very strong verses. And I, the one that's jumping out to me is the very end. So that a man shall say, Verily, there is a reward for righteousness. Verily, he is a God that judges in the earth. You see, right now, you look, into, you look at the world, right? And it's like, man, there's no reward for righteousness. Uh, the reward is going to those who, who can conjure up the most evil, right? Like, they're inheriting everything. They're gaining everything. Every little desire they have. They seem to just continuously prosper. It's like the more wicked they can become, like the more debauchery that they can throw into the culture. It's like the sicker they can get, the more prosperous they're getting. And it's like, like the psalmist is saying here, there's, there's got to be, these people are so evil. They're this way right out of the womb. Right? What is he saying? The wicked are estranged from the womb. They go astray as soon as they be born, speaking lies. 
Now it's important to note that that's really the case for every human being. We're all born that way. And then God shows us mercy and reveals himself to us and we become renewed and we become changed. He says, break their teeth in their mouth. Like he's not holding any punches. Let them melt away. Let them like a snail that, you know, melt. The righteous shall rejoice when he seeth the vengeance. He shall wash his feet in the blood of the wicked, so that a man shall say, Verily there is a reward for the righteous. Verily he is a God that judges in the earth. I can't help but feel like we need to see God do something. Because it's so absurdly out of control. And I believe that we will. I believe that we're going to see these people fall into their own traps. The ditches that they've dug for God's people, they're going to find themselves lying in. And we'll be able to say, Verily there is. Turns out there is a reward for the righteous, for being righteous, for walking in righteousness. God does judge in the earth. Before I move on to Ecclesiastes, let me just take two minutes to read the commentary from Matthew Henry on this section. And I, I just hope that it speaks to you. Here's what he says on Psalm 58. When wrong is done under the form of law, it is worse than any other. Especially it is grievous to behold those who profess to be the children of God joined together against any of his people. We should thank the Lord for merciful restraints. We should be more earnest in seeking renewing grace and more watchful over ourselves and more patient under the effects of the fallen nature of others. The corruption of their nature was the root of bitterness. We may see in the children of wickedness of the world beginning. They go astray from God and their duty as soon as they possibly can. How soon would little children tell lies? It is our duty to take pains to teach them, teach them and above all, earnestly pray for converting grace to make our children new creatures. So please note, he's kind of saying what I said there. We all are kind of born into this. Like, like how quickly will a little child start to tell lies, right? We should be praying for our children for the renewing grace. Though the poison be within, much of it may be kept from breaking forth to injure others. When the Savior's words are duly regarded, the serpent becomes harmless. But those who refuse to hear heavenly wisdom must perish miserably forever. David prayed that the enemies of the God's church and people might be disabled to do further mischief. We may, in faith, pray against the designs of the enemies of the church. He foretells their ruin, and who knows the power of God's anger and the victories of the just one. In his own person and that of his servants over the enemy 
of a man's salvation produce joy which springs not from revenge but from a view of divine mercy, justice, and truth shown in the redemption of the elect and the punishment of the ungodly and the fulfillment of the promises. Whoever duly considers these things will diligently seek the reward of righteousness and adore the providence which orders all things aright in heaven and in earth. All right, let's read and finish up here. 22 more verses. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. There's a time for everything. Let's have a look here. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to rend and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. What profit hath he that worketh in that wherein he laboreth? I have seen the travail which God hath given to the sons of men to be exercised in it. He hath made everything beautiful in his time. Also he has set the world in their hearts so that no man can find out the work that God maketh from the beginning to the end. I know that there is no good in them, but for a man to rejoice and to do good in his life. And also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of all his labor. It is a gift of God. I know that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it nor anything taken from it, and God doeth it, that men should fear before him. That which has been is now, and that which is to be hath already been, and God requireth that which is past. And moreover, I saw under the sun the place of judgment, that wickedness was there, and the place of righteousness, that iniquity was there, and I said in my heart, God, shall judge the righteous and the wicked. For there is time there for every purpose and for every work. And I said in my heart concerning the estates of the sons of men that God might manifest them, and they might see that themselves are beasts. For that which befalleth the sons of men befalleth beasts, even one thing befalleth them. As one dieth, so dieth the other. Yea, they have all one breath so that a man hath no preeminence above a beast, for all is vanity. All go to, unto one place, all are of the dust, and all turn to dust again. Who knoweth the spirit of man that goeth upward, and the spirit of the beast that goeth downward to the earth? Wherever I perceive that there is nothing better than that a man should rejoice in his own works, for that is his portion. 
For who shall bring him to see what shall be after him? And that is the end of Ecclesiastes. He's saying it's, most of it's vanity. He's like, just take pride and pleasure in the work that you've been given to do. Do something with your hands. You're the only one that's probably going to see it, right? Because who's going to see what you've done after you're gone? And just like the beast, we're all dust, and eventually we're going to return to the dust, right? Hmm. Sobering words, to say the least. I long to see the goodness of God in the land again. How about you? I long to see righteousness at the forefront I hope to see in my lifetime maybe the greatest revival and the greatest awakening that the world has ever seen. And if not, then I pray to see the return of our Savior, right? The return of our Savior. I think those are the two things that we are most likely to see. Either the greatest revival, the greatest awakening the world has ever seen and the kingdom of God is going to increase even more throughout the earth or this is it and the return of our Savior is nigh will God find any faith left in the earth will he find us doing the work of the kingdom and walking in righteousness and holiness or will we be like that servant who said, My master has delayed and is coming, and we've gone back to drinking with the drunkards and acting a fool? That is the question. I pray you've been blessed this morning. Please consider supporting the mission of truth. Thank you for your listening. Thank you for your prayers. That's all I have for you. Peace and grace be with all of you. Until next time, God bless.